What's up and welcome in Bulls Nation. You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, we're taking your texts from our mailbag line, which by the way is 331-979-1369. We got a lot of fun topics. Which ball brother is better, Lamelo or Lonzo? Why didn't the Bulls call Boogie Cousins before the Bucks signed him? And what should the Bulls do about their lack of volume three-point shooting? That's all ahead on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast that work your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 331-979-1369 for our mailbag episodes, which we're doing today in just a minute. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. So start now at shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Big Dave, happy Thursday. We're about uh, four hours or so away from a Bulls-Knicks tip-off at MSG tonight. Bulls and Knicks have split the first two games of the season series. The Bulls winning game two back at the UC. You excited? Bulls-Knicks at the Garden, man. Nothing better. I am very, very excited. I cannot wait for this game. It's very exciting. Um, It's just good to be back. It's just good to have Knicks-Bulls back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good thing to have. And it happening in Madison Square Garden, you know, you can't wait to see what Spike Lee is going to be wearing. I can't wait to see all the celebrities that are going to be front row. I can't wait to feel the roar of that crowd who is going to be on top of us to hear that organ going, you know, playing defense right. and stuff. I can't wait for all that stuff. And then I can't wait for the Bulls to win. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about all this. Uh, can Zach Levine dunk over Julius Randle and then tell Spike Lee to sit back down? <laughs> is that something that we can see tonight? Because I would love to see Sit that situation um yeah. speaking of, i mean the knicks are an interesting team you know up and down i think they're 11 and 10 coming into this game tonight mm-hmm. and uh bold move from coach tom thibodeau recently uh mm-hmm. sitting kemba walker down saying sorry you're out of the rotation alec mm-hmm. burks playing really well for them alec uh we got somebody in our text line wondering about kemba okay. walker okay. and the bulls so we will get to that uh later on but let's kick things off with a simple question here from a texter at the 708 who said, Hey guys, who do you think is the better player, Lonzo or LaMelo? Mm. Fans were chanting Lonzo's better at the UC last night, LOL. Do you think that they're different enough to ever be on the same team or are they too similar? I feel like Lonzo is better defensively, Melo better offensively, but they're very close in the way that they play. Um, Big Dave, that's a very interesting question yeah. and one that I think a lot of people are wondering about because LeVar has said, you know, Ball Sr. has said he would love to see two or all three of his sons playing on the same same NBA team at some point and even mentioned Chicago is a great place for that. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves with that. I don't think AK and Eversley are thinking about a how can we get LaMelo Ball here kind of move right now. I think right. they're figuring out how to maximize the work they did in the offseason to make this team a playoff team that makes a run this season. Mm-hmm. But 
just for the sake of fun conversation, what do you think about the question of which one's better between Lonzo and LaMelo? Uh, it's a it's a weird question uh, because I can't just point out and say that player is better. It, I think the the person who sent this said it best. Like Lonzo, I think is better defensively, and Lamelo, I think is better offensively. Like Lonzo, can we? I've been saying, you know, first team all defense for for a while for him. You watch his IQ on the court and just how intelligent he is. Uh, you watch his passing skills, which is just off the chart. Uh, you mm-hmm. see his three point shooting, which also improved. But everything he does on the on the defensive side of the ball is just nines and tens across the board, pretty much. Uh, for him now with Lamelo, it's more excitement. Uh, he's the handles are crazy. Uh, the passing is amazing, but then he will score. You know, like we saw, like the Bucks game that just happened last night. And great game! Oh my gosh, way. great game! By the way, he had thirty eight yeah. points. He, I think he was yeah. eight of fifteen uh, shooting from three point line, like nine rebounds with it. You know what I'm saying? It did like seven, five or seven. I can't remember. I think, but he had seven turnovers. But he had, mm-hmm. but he had like five assists. Um, but the dude is a monster, a really, really great point guard as far as uh, scoring and ball handling and things like that are concerned. It's hard, honestly, for me to just say this one is better. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to say – I guess I'll go with the one that's on my team. But, you know, I'm not mad if anybody picks LaMelo. Like, honestly, I don't, I don't think it's a wrong answer here. To answer the second part of what he said, they can definitely both play together. Like, they grew up playing together. Like, how could they not? That's like asking, can Venus and Serena be on the doubles team? You know what I'm saying? Of course. Right, yeah. Like, they play together. (laughs) Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, it's what they do. So, yeah, I think they would be amazing together, honestly. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's it's simple to say, look, Lonzo is certainly a more versatile player on the defensive end. He can guard more positions. And I think he, you know, he creates – more positive uh, game flow moments with his defensive prowess than LaMelo does. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to say that LaMelo is just like a scrub defensively, but he just doesn't have the length that Lonzo has. And I think that, you know, maybe in in a certain degree, they they both have incredible court vision. I think Lonzo sees the court a little bit better on the defensive end than LaMelo does right now. Obviously, LaMelo has that flashy you know, element to his offensive game. And people think of him more so as like maybe the next Steph, the next Dame when it comes to his three-point range. Mm. And like some of those shots he was making in that, in that you know, Bucks uh, Hornets game that you mentioned last night were ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. But if you actually look at their shooting splits this season, LaMelo is shooting 39%, just over 39% from downtown this season. Mm-hmm. Lonzo's at 44 Wow. Lonzo, far and away the Bulls' best three-point shooter so far this season, mm-hmm. um, but he 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 doesn't have the scoring and facilitating role that Lamelo has with Charlotte right now. Lamelo averaging twenty and eight, not to mention seven rebounds for this mm-hmm. Hornets team. He is at the center of everything they're doing, mm-hmm. and maybe if the Bulls don't have Zach and don't have Demar and don't have Vooch you would see a a different version of Lonzo, a higher usage percentage version of Lonzo that we're not seeing. But, you know, the question of which one's better, I I think that LaMelo is very well suited for what the Hornets are doing around him right now. Mm. And Lonzo was a very valuable piece to add to what the Bulls are building. And he, in his role, is doing a very good job so far this season. Yeah, no question about it. Um, They both have been great. 
<laughs> for their teams, like both of them. The Bulls wouldn't be where they are without Lonzo and Hornets definitely wouldn't be where they are without LaMelo. Um, yeah, but when you saw them play together, even that even that was a great matchup. You saw uh, uh, Lonzo get the best of LaMelo defensively uh, on a couple of occasions on that, and he got the win. But there were many times you're watching LaMelo, especially during that fourth quarter run, you watch LaMelo playing, you were just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, this dude is the truth out here. He is serious. So, yeah, man, um, slight edge to Lonzo because he's on my team. That's what I'm going to look at. I'm going to say he's on my squad. I'm going to give him that edge. And he does so many just intangible, wonderful things out there, whereas LaMelo is, you know, smooth and flashy, and it looks amazing out there. I love watching him play, man. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, to be very excited. <laughs> and, and you know, as as they both enter their NBA primes, it would be cool to see them play on the same NBA team because you yeah. know we haven't seen them play together since what they were playing. You know, Chino Hills and Lamelo was like 13 years old or whatever. Oh, like it sure was. it's it's been a minute, and they've both gotten much better than they were when they were highly touted high school prospects. So, um, yeah, I I think d- don't worry yourself about like hey like. Could the Bulls maybe get Lamelo in? Or, you know, dude, embrace the fact that we have Lonzo and admire Lamelo for the amazing player that he's become already mm-hmm. uh, in just his second NBA season. I think you know if if one of those two players were to make the All Star team right now this season, it's looking like Lamelo. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Lonzo is doing exactly what the Bulls need him to be doing every night. It's a great way to put it, man. It's a great breakdown on that. Uh, all right, we got more mailbag to get to. Um, before we do that, Big Dave, tell the people, the wonderful people out there, about this thing called Shopify. Oh, listen, if you need, if you're tired from of that hand-to-hand transaction and you're trying to get your business off the ground because you want to put some more money in your hip pocket and you're trying to grow your business, and you're like, man, this is tough, this is hard, I don't know what to do, kids running around crazy, the person I'm doing the show with, he don't want to show up on time, he's never here, I'm pulling my hair out, I don't know what to do. Shopify is here for you, y'all, all All right? Shopify is here for you. It is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage your business. It's a subscription-based software that allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations, all right, using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Now, Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. Now, big business thought they had it. Nope. Now you can have it. You got those things. So upstarts, startups, established businesses alike can sell anywhere and everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly, and I said effortlessly, stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey, y'all, of endless possibility. And Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. So this is what you do. You go to Shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase, okay? Locked on NBA. And what you're going to get? A free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. You can grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA. That's shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Because my mama told me you better Shopify. Oh, that was amazing. 
one of the many valuable life lessons that mama told us you gotta you gotta get shopify um today's episode is also brought to you by Truebill. i know there's no way you would ever regret signing up for a shopify account because it's awesome but maybe there are some accounts lingering around in all of your nooks and crannies of your tech life your online life maybe something you signed up for in quarantine and you don't need anymore Plenty of people going through that recently, and you don't want to deal with the hassle of canceling those unwanted and unneeded subscriptions. That's where mm-hmm. Truebill comes in. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot existed. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions for you in one simple tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, uh, Big Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about how we're looking forward to this Bulls Knicks game tonight. Here is this question from the eight oh eight. Okay, is Kobe White for Kemba Walker a fair trade? Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you take this. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Um, is Kobe White for Kemba Walker a fair trade? Yes, I, I think it's a fair trade. Um. Kimball Walker, we know what Kimball Walker is. You know, he's an all-star, a dude who can drop 40 for you. Uh, when he gets hot, he's hot. I talked about uh, when I was on Locked On NBA, how when he played against the Bulls, and I'm sure you remember this, Matt, how he was on fire from the three-point line, and he was just scorching the Bulls from the three-point line. I think he ended up with 19 uh, that game. He didn't even play a lot of minutes, but he was scoring. Um, he definitely can put the ball into the basket. He definitely can win for your team. Kobe White, he's not Kimball Walker, but he can get hot like that definitely there's there's too much proof uh to that to show you that he can the the game where he had the eight three-pointers it was just marvelous and it seems that kobe likes to score in that fourth quarter it seems like when the fourth quarter shows up show does kobe white uh is the trade fade is the um i'm sorry is the uh trade, trade fair? fair yes it's fair it's a fair trade um because kobe is still you know growing into something we don't fully know what he'll be and fully know that level of scorer that he'll be but Kimball Walker is what he is and he's not going any further but he can still help a team especially if he's coming off the bench uh he could definitely help a squad that way um so yeah I, I think it's a fair trade I do um in in some ways it's a fair trade mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean it's a trade I would be in favor of the bulls make oh that no that wasn't the question uh, <laughs> no yeah. it's not a trade i want to make but it's i a trade. i, I yeah. kind of assumed that our texter was asking that because they were curiously interested in getting kobe in in getting kemba walker in a bulls jersey like why mm. else would you ask that question no uh and, and unless you're no. just desperate to get rid of kobe white and will take right. anything for him yeah and know that because he's recently been benched by tom thibodeau that Kemba Walker is very much so on the trading block between now and the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking at contracts real quick. Oh. Kobe still on that rookie year uh, or still on that rookie contract. This season, 5.8. Next year, the final year, 
if he's not extended this summer, 7.4. He's got a qualifying offer in 23-24 for just under $10 million. Um, and, you know, those are standard numbers for based on the fact that he's a top 10 pick um, in, in a time when pre-pandemic, those rookies in the top 10 lottery were getting these big contracts. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile, Kemba Walker, not a max player anymore. No. The deal he signed with the Knicks, two years, uh, 17.8. He's making 8.7 this year, 9.1 next year. So those numbers line up in a pretty seamless way if you were going to try and do some kind of simple player-for-player swap there. Clearly, the Kemba thing in New York was a bust. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't remember if you and I talked about it on the pod when that signing was made, but I I didn't think it made a whole lot of sense. I'm like, you know, you got you got all these young players. You already got a vet point guard like D Rose. Like, what are you bringing yeah. in Kemba Walker for? Yeah, and it, he hasn't been awful, I don't think, this season. But if you get if if you're a name like Kemba Walker mm-hmm. and a highly respected coach around the NBA, like Tom Thibodeau says, sorry, you're benched. Mm-hmm. Alec Burks, step right up. And I'm not trying to, you know, stick my nose up at Alec Burks. He's a fine oh, player. He's playing well, but... yeah. <sighs> no, I hear Yeesh. you, Yeesh. I... Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I, I definitely hear you. And here's the other reason I wouldn't make that trade, though, is because I really like Kobe. what Kobe White's been doing defensively. And Kimball Walker is not <laughs> that dude on the defense, which is why he's on the bench. Which is because mm-hmm. you know Tibbs, uh, Matt. Tibbs values that hard. Okay, he values that hard. The only reason he didn't trip on D Rose about it is because it was Derrick Rose. You know what right. I'm saying? When you're that kind of you, player, giving you thirty and seven right. every night. <laughs> right. The reason you're winning. Oh yeah, he'll he'll suspend it then. But if you're gonna be just averaging 15, 14 points, and you know just might get hot one day and might not the next day. Tibbs ain't going for that. He wants effort, and he wants defense. And Kimball Walker is not going to give you that defense. Kobe White is showing you effort and defense uh, since he's been back, and hopefully he comes back very soon uh, from the COVID. Uh, but, yeah, he's been showing me that since he's been out there on the floor. So that's one of the reasons I, I wouldn't make that trade because I've been really impressed with him defensively. Yeah, I mean, clearly Kemba and Kobe, I think, are in the same boat of – you're you're not excited about them defensively. You're trying to hide them defensively. And I know, I know that you are. He's better, man. You're like, liking <laughs> what you're seeing from Kobe on the defensive end. Um, Come on. But, He's better. Um, if the uh, if if the subtext of that texter's question was, should the Bulls go after Kemba Walker? My answer is no, no. And uh, let me think. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but interesting comp between those two players, one of that one still trying to find his way in the NBA, uh, with, with some similarities to their game. Uh, all right, big Dave, I think we talked about this like before the season started or as it was just getting going, but let's okay. check, check in again now with this interesting topic, uh, that comes to us from Jeff in the three Oh two, who said, thanks for the great discussion on the pod. Caruso has double digit scoring in three of the last four games. What level of scoring do you believe he needs to attain to have a shot at that sixth man award? This mm. is an interesting question, Dave, because I think if it were just the defensive stuff that we would be seeing from Caruso and maybe, mm. you know, he didn't start the season shooting all that well, his shooting started to pick up. He started yeah. to, in certain spots, 
in these recent stretch of games, look for his opportunities to score, whether it's behind the three-point line or sometimes he's he's putting the ball on the floor and getting to little mid-range spots that he likes that he's knocking down. You also know he's lethal as a cutter, you know, making backdoor cuts, making baseline cuts. We know he can finish at the rim. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that there has to be some kind of at least floor of got to give me at least 10 points a game if you're going to be in the talk for six man of the year? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the rule, right? Like, you got to give me that. And if you're not giving me that, then it has to be something uh, truly lethal that you're doing off the bench. And to his credit, he is doing something truly lethal because the defense he is playing is amazing. And he's number one in John Sabine's favorite stat. He's leading the league in steals. steals. Um, he steals. <laughs> like he's He's been number, number one in that. So Chris that's up. showing you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's, show, that's showing you. That's showing you that it's he's really, really, really good at that. And he's playing very well uh, defensively. And he has been an anchor for the Chicago Bulls uh, defensively and has made other players better by what you've seen him do out on, there on the floor. Uh, and the little plays that he makes, man. Like, we watched him just clamp down, guys. You know, like, just truly clamp them down. And I'm talking about their best players. Like, just mm-hmm. give fits. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have straight-up issues. As Julius Randle, for goodness sakes. Like, he had issues dealing with Caruso, man. Like, it was a problem. Um, so, yeah, he should. I think he should be in the running. Uh, but as far as, like, leading candidate, yeah, he's got to get those 10 points. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's important, especially from a guard position, Matt. Uh, he's got to get those 10 points a game if that's uh, what he wants as far as that six-man of the year. Uh, but he has the opportunity to get it. Like, the shot's been falling the last few games. Um, I feel com- I don't know about you, Matt, but when I see him behind the three-point line, I'm very confident. Uh, when I see him shooting that three, I'm like, oh, it just feels like it's going in every single time. Uh, when he's out there, so yeah, uh, yeah, he should definitely be in the running, though. I, I'm I'm agreement with that. He is right now averaging 8.7 points per game, and mm-hmm. and that's probably ticked up a bit as our texter Jeff mentioned because of this recent stretch of games and that game where he you know he dropped 22. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, I think more often than not, he has been looking to say, okay, what's my role? What does this team need for me tonight? Mm-hmm. And shooting and scoring is usually not in the top two on that list of what does the team need from Alex Caruso tonight. True. But, you know, 8.7, if he continues to have some strong games and look to find his spots where he can score and keep that above 10. The other thing that Alex Caruso does have going for him right now, knock on wood, is if he bumps that scoring up a little bit, continues to play at an elite defensive level and the bulls are a winning team that's how players get votes for individual awards if what they're doing sticks out in a positive noticeable way on a team that wins that's it that's it right there there's there's nothing else to it if your team is the best and a team that nobody was picking to be where they are right now and you're and you're one of the reasons why they are there yeah Mm -hmm. you're you're absolutely right matt they're gonna be looking at that so him Derek rose who's averaging, I think, like 12 and 5, and uh, Patty Mills, who's averaging mm-hmm. like 12 and 5, something like that. Those guys are definitely in the running as well. And also, but yeah, Caruso, he's got a shot. It's not like he don't. He definitely has a shot at it. All right. Uh, we've got a couple more topics we're going to try and get to, one involving Boogie Cousins, one involving Bulls three-point shooting. Before that, Big Dave, we got mm-hmm. Thursday Night Football, Cowboys Saints. Mm. We got Bulls Knicks. We got mm. TNT, NBA doubleheader. Oh. All kinds of fun stuff that maybe you should try and make some money on. Oh, you just want to bathe in the sports. It's my favorite time, guys. 
And y'all know what you want to do. You want to bathe in the props and the odds and the lines. And you know where you need to go. Bet online because they've got you covered with all that all season long as football season continues to march into the playoffs as college football is getting to bowl season as college basketball is getting underway and as the nba is in full swing bet online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season so just head to that new updated website or get your phone you know use your mobile device and sign up today Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. One first. All right. Use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That's locked on basketball, football, boxing, hockey, UFC, favorite Vegas casino game, darts, whatever. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest. Bet online is the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Sports. All right. With that, we move along. Our next text comes to us from Beverly in the 773. Okay. said, Hey guys, love the pod. Uh, ever thought about having a female guest host? I'm available. Just hey. saying, uh, yeah, because that would mean at least uh, one of us gets a day off. So, yeah, you know, hit good. us up. We, we'd love to bring you on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, anyway, I thought Bulls would have pulled the trigger to get Boogie Butta, a.k.a. Cousins. Do people mm. call him Boogie Butta? Did I've I miss never that? heard that ever. But um, <laughs> Okay. They need some size bad. It's starting to become a glaring deficit. They passed on him, and the Bucks scooped him up on a non-guaranteed try. Why yeah. do you think AK and Eversley pass on him? And do they ever ask the big three their opinion on such issues? Could it possibly be because Boogie's locker room reputation hasn't been great in some instances? Thanks. And that was Beverly in Chicago. Uh, thanks for for checking in, Bev. Um, look, you are not the only person who was sitting there before the Bucks signed Boogie. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, when Vooch went down and we had to watch a game of Tony Bradley, Bulls Twitter was <laughs> rife with people saying, Boogie, 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 rocking everywhere. I was sitting here. I was sitting here saying, uh, "No thanks, I'm good." But what? What about you, Big Dave? Oh, <laughs> that's my guy right there. That is Matthew Peck, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> Shout out Bubba Sparks. Um, no, <laughs> I don't want Boogie. And I think, and I said this before, Matt. It just seems that AK and Mark Eversley have a type when they're searching mm -hmm. for those players, all right? High IQ guys that get along well in, in with the team and don't really have those off-the-court or even on-the-court issues and things like that. And Boogie Cousins is awesome. Like, I've always been a Boogie Cousins fan, but I never thought it would be a fit for this team with Boogie Cousins. Um, the Bulls don't – you could just look at how they operate, Matt. They don't like distraction. They don't like all that – you know what I'm saying? They don't like all that extra stuff. Boogie Cousins will bring you extra stuff. <laughs> That's what he do. He will get you some technical fouls. You know what I'm saying? He will get you some hard fouls. Uh, he will get into that conversation and he'll muck it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, in some teams, that definitely works. And it works well with a lot of teams. You know what I'm saying? We saw him. It's why he's still in the league. It's why he's signing with another team with Milwaukee, who I think is a, honestly a good fit for him because of the type of goons they got on that team. Him and Bobby Portis, yeah, that's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that works. You know what I mean? 
I don't think it works here with the Bulls. I think they're also worried, Matt, uh, about his injury history as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too. Um, but yeah, I think that's the main thing is the Bulls have a type and it just didn't seem like in my head that Boogie Cousins fit that type that this Bulls organization likes. Yeah, I think you're right. Look, uh, Beverly's not wrong to cite the fact that the Bulls are a undersized team right now. Fact. You know who I think is okay with that? Billy Donovan. Yeah, yeah. They know what they are. They know who they are. And I'm with you. I think AK and Eversley built this roster to accentuate some of the strengths of their best player, Zach Levine, which is mm-hmm. let's get a lot of lengthy guys who can defend and switch multiple defensive positions. Let's get guys who can get out and run with Zach in transition offense and fast break opportunities. Let's get guys who can score in a variety of ways. Boogie just does not really fit a lot of what this Bulls new front office and Billy Donovan collectively are trying to make this Bulls team look like. I think he would stick out like a sore thumb on the floor no matter what you tried to do with him. I also didn't love what I saw from Boogie in his short stints with the Rockets and the Clippers, his mm. most two recent stops. Mm. I He looked kind of washed to me. Yeah. So whereas the Bucks are a team defending a title and we're dealing with a lot of injuries to start their season, mm. maybe they were a bit more desperate to make mm-hmm. a – chance flyer grab like boogie than the bulls are um the bulls you know bu- the bucks have gone on this big run now um you know including that that tight game against charlotte the other night i think mm-hmm. the bucks have won like seven or eight in a row now but they yes, started correct. bad this season and a lot of it was because of a lack of health um i think it was just announced earlier today brooke lopez is having back surgery and is out indefinitely oh. like they thought they were about to get him back no mm-hmm. back surgery maybe they kind of saw that coming before it went public and you know doubled down on their oh we really need somebody in that front court mm-hmm. and i think that the bucks play in a way that is more half courty than the bulls nice. do yeah, and yeah, yeah. boogie fits a little bit better i mean yeah. i might be oversimplifying but i really think it's it's like you said boogie just doesn't fit what the bulls are doing this season yeah you you that is an excellent point that I wasn't even thinking about. But you're right. Scheme-wise, also, it, it doesn't really fit. Because if it, it fits perfectly with Milwaukee, they can take their time, you know, and, and go inside and pound it inside and do all that kind of thing. He can. He doesn't have to be running up and down. The Bulls run. run. <laughs> the Bulls are trying to move, run. man. Run. They are up and they are down the floor. That is what they do. They run and run and run. The Bulls and the guy, are trench coat. Uh, or not, not trench coat, poncho with a beard for a scum. Like that <laughs> yeah, is the Bulls. Okay. This season. I I'm just tired, felt Kyle. like running. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but yeah, like you want that. And a guy who's seven feet tall, come, you know, with a bad Achilles, you know what I mean? Like just, I, I don't see it. You know, you got to run. That's the thing. That's why Tony Bradley still gets sick. Because Tony, for, for his flaws and all the things, Tony Bradley runs. He runs. Tony Bradley gets up and down the floor. That's what he does, man. Marco gets up and down the floor. Like, that's a type. They have a type, okay? So when you see the Bulls go make a move um, during the buyout or making a trade or something like that for a big, for a big it will be somebody who, who has to run, man. And somebody will get up and down the floor. Tristan Thompson, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I want him. Uh, man. I, I want him, man. Uh, I want Tristan mm. Thompson. <laughs> that's that's too, that's too much proximity to the Kardashian family, Dave. I don't want oh, none of that. 
I don't want none of that. Uh, <laughs> I guess it would be cool to see Pete Davidson hanging out courtside at the United Center if he and Kim stopped by. Maybe uh, it might get a little messy. I don't know, man. It might get a little messy. I don't know how that would work. I don't know if Chicago would be cool with him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it work out. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's just wrap up with this final text message. This one comes to us from the three three one. Okay. Uh, who says, "My name is Benny the hey. Bull." Benny, is that you? Um, my name is Benny, and I'm mad as a bull after their two slacking losses. It's bad enough they don't have a single player who can be counted on to hit some threes every night, but then they go out and slack off against the Rockets and the Heat. Have the Bulls even had a good win yet? Against the Jazz, the Jazz were missing Mike Conley and maybe someone else. The Nets were missing Kyrie Irving. The Clippers missing Kawhi Leonard. That's it. Teams in the East better than the Bulls if these teams are healthy. Include the Bucks, Nets, Sixers, and Heat. Can we even say the Bulls are better than the Pacers? I'm not sure about the Wizards because I don't know anything about them. Okay. Uh, DeRozan had his mid-range points again, but the Bulls won last night because Lonzo and Vooch made their threes, which doesn't mm-hmm. happen enough for any Bulls players. For example, if I'm not mistaken, that six of six on threes for Vooch matched his career high. I love the Bulls, but they need to get behind the three-point line and practice. I have a 12-year-old daughter who shoots better than 50% <laughs> from three-point range. <laughs> All right. Uh, Benny, yes, sir. Benny, is it? I believe you, Benny. There's there's a lot to unpack there, Dave. A whole um, lot, Matt. A whole lot there. First um, of all, I'm guessing please. that your daughter – Kudos to her for her basketball skills. And, you know, I'm sure you're a very supportive parent. Not shooting 50% behind the NBA three-point line. I don't know. Maybe. A little bit, a little bit different. And if she is, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. What are we doing? Why are you sending us mail? You need to be more focused on getting her on somebody's okay. court. All right. The one thing in this text from him, this rambling text that I wow. thought was valid to bring up, is the Bulls' lack of volume when it comes to three-point shooting. Percentage-wise, the Bulls, last time I checked, were like 6th or 7th in the NBA in percentage of threes knocked down. Mm -hmm. Volume is like near the bottom of the league. Yeah, Everything else he said about the quality of wins and the East teams and the, well, I don't know about the Wizards because I don't know anything about the – all of that, you're out of your element, Donnie. Stop talking. (laughs) Yeah, you know what was funny? Like he – when I'm hearing – well, one of the many things that was funny that I was hearing that that he was saying – um, when he said, do they even have a quality win? And then proceeds to tell me the teams that, you know, well, this guy was out and this guy's out, but then say the Bulls have these bad losses, but then leave out all the people that are out <laughs> for the Chicago Bulls. You know what I'm saying, Matt? Like, that's yeah. that. I don't understand how that works right there. You know, we're just going to forget the back-to-back, you know, when they played the Miami Heat, that they went down to Florida and then came back from Florida <laughs> and played the Miami right. Heat. Lost by three. I give you the Rockets loss. That's just a bad loss. Period. Point blank. I ain't got nothing else for it. You're absolutely right. But to act like the Bulls don't have no quality wins in a gauntlet stretch where nobody thought the Bulls are gonna come out over right. 500 or anything like that. That's 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 bad. <laughs> like that, you know that's how bad. you know how many quality wins the Bulls have, Dave? Fourteen. I mean, Four, Fourteen man. of them. Because man. each win counts towards their record which gets them to the playoffs or not. Mm -hmm. Therefore, every win in the NBA regular season is a quality win. 
And I don't want to hear about no Kyrie. Guess what? As far as I understand it, Kyrie not on the Nets this season. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't say, oh, well, they didn't have Kyrie. Yeah, that's because this Nets team is Kyrie-less. Yes. You, same thing with Kawhi and the Clippers. You knew coming into this season that that team would not have Kawhi services. So it's not like the fact that the Bulls played the Clippers like every other team this season mm-hmm. without Kawhi. Oh, well, that win counts for less. No, it counts as a win. And the team you faced that night is the team you faced that night. Get out of here with this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're bringing back old school Peck, and I like it. This is old school Peck coming back in here. I dig it. But, yes, what he said, that is the truth there, uh, Vinny. Like, all these wins are quality. You need all of them. Like, you don't sit there and you look at the Nets and you're like, they're without Kyrie. And then you look at their record. They, they're the best in the East. So, yeah, they're still a good basketball team, all right? And Washington is a good basketball team because, trust me, I I watch a lot of Washington Wizards basketball because of my main man, DG, who had 18 and 10 last night. Just want to say that also, sir. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But, yes, they're a good, good basketball team with Montrez Harrell and with Kyle Kuzma and with our guy Spencer Dinwiddie and what they're doing up there, of course, Bradley Bill. But, yeah, the East is awesome <laughs> this year. The East is really, really good. And the Bulls are second in it. That's saying something, man. Like, they're a good team. Sit back. Enjoy. Enjoy the winning. It feels nice. It feels good. And let's see if the Bulls can beat the Knicks. I don't know what would be a quality win in your eyes. Who, who would be a team you would point to and say, that's a quality uh, win? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess, you know, the Bulls haven't played the Monstars yet this season, <laughs> so we didn't have that opportunity for a quality win. Haven't <laughs> haven't played the Globetrotters yet. Haven't, haven't played the 86 Celtics yet. I mean, come on. Where haven't are the played, quality wins? Haven't played the 92 Dream Team. Like, <laughs> so he really beat the fight. <laughs> oh, man, dude. <laughs> Oh, these are all quality wins, man. Enjoy it. But yeah, enjoy it. But the three-point shooting of what you said, um, yeah, like they don't take a lot, but they hit them. You know what I mean? And I'd yeah. rather have that, you know what I'm saying, than taking more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather just make the ones that you take. Io, right. Io will take like two or three a game, but he's hitting like two or three of them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'll take yeah. that. Lonzo, you know, shooting, like you said, 44%. You know, Caruso, solid three-point shooter. You're gonna see the numbers creep up for Vooch. Like that's just right. what it's gonna be. That's that's just what's gonna happen. You think this is Zach's numbers are gonna get better too? Remember, yeah. And, you, and again, you're leaving out Zach Levine's injury as well when you're talking all this. As well. Hello, yeah. You're, you're forgetting that as well too. But yeah, all this stuff is going to increase. But the beauty of it is they're still winning in spite of that. They're still second in the East in spite of that, ding, ding, and they're ding. still growing. So enjoy, my friend. Have some cake. It's all right. <laughs> man, that is – shout out to Benny. Just a, a classic Bulls fan comment. Man, I love the Bulls. I tell you, I love the Bulls, but I'm but I'm annoyed or, or unsatisfied about X, Y, and Z. And by X, Y, yeah. and Z, I actually mean every letter A through Z. And let me tell you about them. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. Yes, oh, the, Bulls, you, the Bulls could do with a little bit more volume in their three-point shooting. Um, yeah. That would help. But again, Vuchot comes up. Zach becomes his his more lethal three point shooting self that he was last season because he's been a bit in, in a bit of a slump. And these other guys on, on the team take and make confidently when they get open looks. I think you know it's not as big of a problem as just yeah. Like I I don't think that they necessarily need to go out and address that at the trade deadline or anything there like it that. Is. Yeah, yeah. 
It's it's not it's not deal breaking or anything right. like that. Like they got to have size is what you got yeah. to have right now. That's what we're focused on is size. They so get why didn't they sign Boogie Cousins, Dave? <laughs> they don't know what they're doing up there. They don't know what's going on up there. Oh God! Oh God! What are they doing? What are they doing? Oh. <laughs> I, I like that. I like how your impression of a Bulls fan has just devolved into the "they took our jobs" guy from South Park. What are they doing? <laughs> you don't you don't like the bulls so you can just get out <laughs> America. oh my goodness uh, <laughs> it's off the rails let's go uh we got a bulls next game to watch thank you for everybody uh whether or not we agreed with you uh thank you yeah. for your questions and comments always appreciate it always enjoy these episodes talking with our fellow bulls fans you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on that text and voicemail line. 331-979-1369 is the number. You can also, of course, always hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave is at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. We are at Locked on Bulls. We will have you a Friday episode breaking down this Bulls-Knicks game that's happening later tonight. So stay tuned for that one. We'll talk to you later. See you, Red. Be good. Peace out. Benny!